Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. So you might show up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire one day looking to get some mat time while you're on a family vacation from another country. You might not know it when you walk in, but there's a crazy guy in the microphone that's dying to hear your story, record it, and share it with all his friends. So this is exactly the situation Dao Vo Trung found himself when he showed up to train with us on a Friday night in Portsmouth, New Hampshire at Port City BJJ. Dao's a great guy. He's a longtime martial artist, philosopher, minimalist, traveler. Found his way to us on a crazy stormy night on a family trip across Canada and New England from his home in Paris. And this is some of his story. As always, this episode is brought to you by the Tortuga Soap Company, tortugasoap.com, keeping you looking and smelling good. BJJ Prehab, you know you got injuries, you're a grappler, so check out bjjprehab.com. Port City BJJ, home of the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Come visit us. Maybe I'll, we'll do an episode. PortCityBJJ.com It's also brought to you by We Are Dapper Ties. If you guys need a tie, make sure you check out WeAreDapperTies.com. Enter the discount code ROLL. you get free shipping. Also, shout out to the Red Wing Superior Podcast Network. They put this whole thing together, so without them, there would be no podcast. There's a bunch of other cool podcasts on the network including the newest, Stray the Course, so check that out. Thanks, everybody, for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Dial, for coming and training with us and being on the podcast. Good training, everybody. Peace. Will you unplug that clock for me? Yeah. Thanks, man. Huh. Perfect. So, we'll set the story here. What's that? Just unplug. Unplug it. You can unplug it from the clock, like down below, like right out of the, out of the gate. Ah, yeah, there's no way. Huh. So, to set the story here, it's Friday night, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We got a tornado warning in effect. <laughs> Colton and I were in here with the lights off, <laughs> chilling. Uh, figured it was just going to be us two rolling, so we had like we were put no timer on and we just rolled for we had a great roll for like 30 minutes, um, and then some dude shows up at our door, <laughs> which is awesome, man, and I love it. Kick just showed up, man, and uh, I was like, "You here for jujitsu?" He's like, "Yeah." So I'm super stoked. Um, later, brother. Um, Super light night. So what was your name, man? Uh, my name is Dao Voltran. Dao Voltran? Yeah, my first name is Dao, yep. D-A-O, and my last name is Voltran, V-O-T-R-U-N-G. It's and, a Vietnamese name. And, but you're from Paris. Yes, I'm from Paris, yeah. Always living in France, in Paris, so I'm French, yeah. And you're on a trip, like you and your family came from Paris to, to Canada? Yes, uh, actually, you know, I'm uh, between two jobs, so um, I decided to... Uh, to, because in France you have only one month's uh, vacation. I decided to, uh, to leave during two months, uh, during all the, my children's vacation, to make a, you know, a big trip uh, um, from uh, Montreal to United States, Maine, Boston, and going back to uh, Toronto, Ottawa, and back to Mo- Montreal, yes, uh, during uh, almost two months, yeah. 
So you flew from Paris to Montreal? Yes. Trained in Montreal? No, uh, because uh, I was with another family and I want, you know, I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, to, um, how, how to say it, to um, make some difficulties yeah. uh, with the agenda yeah. because we are two families, but uh, they leave, so now I'm alone, so it's more flexible for me to, um, to find a, an academy for, for, for training. And uh, in the United, United States, a lot of academy, as, uh, as I said. So you came from, then from Montreal, did you go to Ellsworth? Yes, Ellsworth, so I trained Ellsworth in the Academy of Acadia BGG. Which is uh, friends of ours. Yes, um. really great, great guy. The owner was not there, but there was one of the, the teacher, and uh, this guy is really great. Yeah. And, uh, it's like BGG community is great, so I have no problem, and I like very much uh, training with them, you know. Uh, I know that the level is uh, the highest level is a purple belt. Purple belt there, yeah. But uh, they are really, uh, you know, um, implied in the in BGG, and I think that they will reach the level really quickly. But you know, I think in, in small um, town is perhaps more difficult, you know, to to have more people training and uh, and. Uh, but you know, this is something I lived 20 years ago yeah. because uh, I, I was the first guy in the south of France of uh, building a uh, um, uh, MMA grappling BGG academy. So uh, sometimes you, you can spend you know, a few months uh, alone or with two or three guys. You have to build, but uh, if you are consistent, you can make great things. So do you own your own academy? No, actually, um, this is something a lot of people are asking me, but uh, uh, a long time ago, I, I owned um, uh, a section, uh, BGG uh, lessons, but um, I, you know, I, I'm thinking, I'm really thinking about what I want to, to do, and uh, I think I'm, I prefer you know, um, keep on training, be a student. Even sometimes I can, you know, uh, teach lessons or make seminars or things like that. But if I have, if I want to, to think about building something, it's more about making a whole project, you know, driving, managing a project, than teaching because I think that. Uh, inside of myself, I still want to learn. And uh, when you become a teacher, as you know that, you have to live something, you know? And uh, I'm not ready for that, perhaps. I'm not really mature for that. This is my, my path is keep on uh, learning. Plus a mix business sometimes with the thing you love, I find is like not always the best thing, you yeah, know? Yes, exactly. But, um, you know, this is something I really think about because, um, uh, you know, I love, uh, I'm in, in the community for 20 years and I saw a lot of people making, building business around MMA. For example, Venom, you know, mm -hmm. the, um, the, 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 um, the creator is a friend of mine. He was my first BGG uh, um, teacher and then he, uh, he, he created Venom with a French guy, but now they are, they are separate. But Venom is, uh, is uh, how his brand, his brand. And uh, he, he earned money with that, he earned a lot of money, but he, he stopped training, you know. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of people, they are, um, now it's, I think it's, it's more easier if you want to train and, uh, and, um, and own your business with that because uh, you can, uh, it is something that you have to manage, you can have co-teachers, you can delegate, you have to accept that you have to delegate and, uh, and uh, everything is possible, yes. But just one thing, um, you have to understand that uh, you can make business in BGG in the United States mm -hmm. because the state of mind in the United States is really different concerning the sport than in France. In France, it's more like, uh, you know, association, you know, it's more public. 
Um, is that because of the judo and how judo was? Perhaps it's one reason. It's not the main reason. It's about culture, you know. Yeah. Here, you can accept here. I don't know what is the the the, the month per month. Uh, how you have to pay? How much do you have to pay your form? Uh, like 130 American dollars here, but it could be as much as you know a place like Atos in San Diego is like 200 plus. Yeah, I, I know. I know Atos, and in France, uh, if you pay uh, 500 euros per year. It's right. really huge for them. Ah. And mm -hmm. teacher cannot live right. with, with no such a thing. And um, French people don't doesn't want to pay, don't want to pay. They don't want to pay, they want to train, they want to pay. They, I think they are not ready, in fact. Mm -hmm. And uh, because, in, as you say, martial arts and uh, martial arts is really uh, associative because public, public funds from government are put into the sports to pay the teachers if you are in a federation. You know, so that's the reason why I thought it's associative. Mm -hmm. Associative. There's a part of the government here. It's only private, only business. Right. So it's totally different. And now I know a lot of Brazilian people coming from France to United States because they cannot live in France with the sports. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, you know, I know a lot of people. I know people like Czech Congo. Czech yeah. Congo is a ultimate fighter. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. He was in fact he's a friend of mine. Yeah. I discussed with him a lot. I know him for a long time. Sometimes when Vandalay Silva come to Paris. He come with me and uh, we spend time together with Vandalay because I know Vandalay for a long time. Yeah. So thanks to my friend from Venom, I know uh, André Galvao, I meet him uh, twice or three times. Uh, Ricardo de la Riva is a friend of mine. Yeah. Ricardo de la Riva, he spent uh, in 2002 um, two weeks with, at my home and uh, I bring nice. him everywhere in France uh, with other people, BGG teachers in, in France. So uh, I'm inside the community for a long time. John Cavana. I yeah. spent a lot of time with John Cavana when I was in England uh, before economic uh, Sure, so, SBG. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is something I, I see growing. I, yeah. I saw it growing more fast in the United States, mm -hmm. of course. Yes. So where do you train now? Actually, I'm training in Paris. Uh, my academy is uh, NCU. It's, academy, uh, it's a big academy in the southwest of France. We are uh, nearly 50, 40 or 50 pe people in, in the mat, in, uh, in every course. And I train both in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm a black belt. And also I'm training um, Luta Livre. Mm -hmm. uh, my teacher, my first teacher is uh, Flavio Santiago Peroba, uh, who bring Luta Livre in, uh, in France. And, uh, and actually I'm training at Evoluta, which, which is um, driven by uh, one of the first black belt of Flavio Peroba, Fabien Brochtel, and uh, we have a huge academy. So, so I train both, actually. Nice. So who did you train, like, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Who gave you your belts in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Um, um, uh, so I have different teachers, because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Brazilian people who come in, uh, in France in 2000, uh, you know, they are the highest belt, because uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu just, just began in, in, uh, in France. So I have two or three teachers, and finally, uh, one of my teachers is um, Jeremy Idels, who is a French guy, very talented, and uh, he, he, he owns his uh, black belt from Robert Drysdale. Yeah. And uh, in 2009, uh, when Robert Drysdale came to Paris, um, he, Jeremy gave a lot of black belts, and one of my black belts, uh, 
I, I was one of these nice. black belts. Nice. But uh, but now I'm not training anymore with Jeremy because it's too far from my home, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's it's very complicated for me. So now I train with David Pierre-Louis, who is under Ricardo de la Riva, and uh, you know it, something is you know cycle is, yeah. is complete because uh, Ricardo de la Riva I met him a long time ago. What's his name, David? What? David Pierre-Louis. Okay. David Pierre-Louis is a black belt for a long time. It, I think it's three degrees black belt, and a really strong guy. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. How? How? Twenty years ago, how, what made you get into this like mixed martial arts? Like, I, I have you know I have my um, my vision of that. I think that now nowadays you know, some people train jiu-jitsu because they want to make sports and they want to feel great. It's okay. I think when you, uh, 20 years ago, when you, you see the first UFC with World Gracie, you, you have something inside you that you have to solve, you know. To be, my, for my personal mind, my childhood was very difficult. And um, when I was young, uh, you know, I was vulnerable, you know. And I think that this is something I keep in myself. And the promise I made is when I, I will be more mature, more uh, adult. I, when I will be adult, I will be strong, you know. And when I saw Royal Gracie, a little guy, uh, um, kick the ass of the big guys, yeah. he said, I, I want to do this thing because, because I never did sport before. And the first sport I made was MMA. Okay, so I think that the point of departures of that is that I want to be strong, you know. After, I decided to stay because, oh, the mat is really, you know, it's a wellness, you know, people are wonderful. It's not about fighting or, or violence or something like that. It's, it's about friendship, yeah. it's about passion. It, 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 and now the reason why I'm here is not about fighting out to defend myself because uh, the young Dao is inside me is vulnerable. vulnerable. <laughs> it's because I love BGG, I love the community and I love sports. The thing that, um, I'm very much like you in that I first, I started because I wanted to kick people's asses. Now, I love to travel around and go to other academies and make friends with people. And that's why when you show up, I'm like, yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because you never know who's going to show up. And you never, you know, whenever I travel, I go to places I don't know. I go train jujitsu. I meet people. It's like instant, like super tight bond. And they want to show you everything. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's one of the best. It's the community is like the best. Um, and that's what I really love now. Yes, and uh, I think it's uh, we are at the beginning of a new era in sport because you know I'm, I I made competition from uh, 99 to uh, 2006 and was when my boys uh, came I decided to, to to stop training because the weekend I want to sh to take care of my children and this year because uh, I was fired from my job so I have time. I decided to um, to make a competition again, 12 years before, uh, uh, after, you yeah. know, and I compete in uh, Roma in IBGF European Nogi uh, Championship. I won. Nice. I won. Yeah, it, it, it was a surprise for me, <laughs> you know, because uh, I was really, really well prepared. But you know, you, you never know what's mm -hmm. competition. And what I saw, it's fantastic because I fight in Master Three. Yeah, that's fair. Master Three too, man. Yeah, and I think it's uh, you know, if you you fight with other people, it's not possible because they are more. You know, they are more everything. Mm -hmm. It's 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 uh, it's better competing with people from your age. Yeah. The, the, and I was really surprised by, about IBGF. Even if it's a cash machine, IBGF are really respectful. Yeah. The fighters, 
everything is clean. Well you run. are like a, a, right. a really a great competition Olympians. Yeah. You can fight uh, in the bo bo side to side with uh, people like Luca Barbosa or yeah. Uh, yeah. great people. Yeah. Everything is very. This is something I never seen before. You know, uh, to see that uh, old guys fighting, and I, I, I want. I'm waiting for that for how, how long time and I stopped competition because uh, there was not ABJF like this with masters mm -hmm. and masters is really serious because uh, there are people like us you know they're they are trained a lot they love yeah. it is a pressure tough tough but when the, the match is over it's, you are friends mm -hmm. you know it's fantastic I 100%. want to make a lot of competition <laughs> 100% I just we just had the Boston Open last weekend IBJJF Boston Summer Open and I competed Master 3 Featherweight and uh, is, is that what you compete you're you are you lightweight or featherweight 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me too so we'd be same weight same age but same thing people are like oh you're gonna you're gonna you know you should kill it and I'm like those guys are tough man yeah, yeah. those guys are super tough oh. but they're super like I've made more friends like lifelong friends now from competing in IBJJF events, yes, you know, you have a tough match and you try to kill each other, and then like like you said, yeah. like you're hugging after because yeah, we all got to go to work. You, you couldn't, you I tried to kill you. <laughs> right. hug immediately. Totally. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah, love it. I love it. Have you ever heard of Fight to Win? Uh, I so I saw uh, you, you fighting Fight to Win, no? No, no but my my student, yeah, two of our two of our students. Um, yeah. It's 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 an amazing yeah, new jujitsu yeah. thing that um, you know I'm sure it, well they have I think they have similar like uh, they have one in Europe um, that Scramble puts on I forget the uh, but but it, it's it's like MMA event except it's just jujitsu and ah, it's okay. it's really really cool yeah this is something and it happens every week you know now in America I'm sure I'm sure this is something that will this is something that will grow mm -hmm. because uh, people um, they want to, um, to they're looking for what such a thing you know such a spirit it's uh, it's such an experience after you're making competition like that if you win or lose it, it doesn't matter right. but um, you know wh when I was in the podium some people comes to me I don't know them Oh, Brazilian guy. Oh yeah. No, you should not be here. You look young. Or they make a joke. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. make a joke. A joke. So some people are friends. They send me your WhatsApp, and my, my opponent send me WhatsApp, and after and, oh, this is a paradise. It's great. I love. I I was just telling. I've I've been talking about it all week. How much fun! Like, I love to go to the tournaments. Like you see friends that you haven't seen, and like you go and you know, it's. Uh, you know, you get nervous before, and then you do it, and yeah. you feel great, and you want to do it again right yeah. after, and you're like, it's like this roller coaster of. Uh, but, but but I think it's um, there is two worlds inside the EBJ competition. You have adult sports mm -hmm. and masters sports. Right, right, totally. You see? Oh yeah. Do you, mean, do, you, do you know what I mean? In adults, they want to fight. Yeah. Violence because right. some people wants to uh, to you know to make business for seminar mm -hmm. want to do MMA right. this is something completely different mm -hmm. masters right your life is behind you right. Right. <laughs> whether you win or lose it, the next day you're gonna get up and, yeah, yeah, and take go care to, of your kids and clean your house uh, yeah exactly, exactly yeah yes yes but uh, be, uh, be serious with masters uh, because uh, 
I, I saw, you know, um, the uh, end of um, August, there is a, in Las Vegas a Masters of World Championship. Mm -hmm. In Masters 2, you have Victor Shaolin. Oh, yeah. Ribeiro. Yeah. Victor Shaolin Ribeiro. The guy is a huge guy. Eh? Oh, he yeah. Can, he can be, in, you know, in a podium in adults. Eh? And yeah. if you see Masters 3, Masters 4, Oh, yeah. The names are incredible. Yeah. So uh, this is something that you can you have to put in series totally. for the future. How cool is it though that like you can go and compete against legends like that? Yeah. Like I mean, Shaolin yeah. is a complete legend. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you can go compete against him. Exactly. It's I, amazing. I, I think that Omar Saloum, Omar Saloum, which was you know I, I think a five time world championship, is a master tree. Hmm. Perhaps one day I can uh, yeah. I can fight him or Megaton or I don't yeah. know. and Megaton still fights He's the dog though. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, he may yeah. never fight masters. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I I, I think that jujitsu we are in a lot of ways blessed, but especially like with that is one of the ways where like Robert Drysdale. Yeah, I've seen you know I've met Robert Drysdale a bunch of times, trained with him. We were sitting. We're at Pan Am's a couple years ago, and I had met him with my daughter once. He came out to Boston and did a seminar, mm -hmm. and my daughter was like three or something. And we were sitting at Pan's in California, and her and I, and Robert Drysdale came up and started talking to her because he remembered her from the seminar. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, which, how cool. I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, this is something. I think that in MMA, um is still like that, you mm -hmm. know. In boxing, it's impossible, right. or uh, golf or uh, tennis. Uh, you cannot, tr you cannot train with, uh, I don't know, Tiger Woods, Jack like, Woods, or uh, you know, uh, all, all these these stars. But um, MMA, you you can, yeah. you know what? You can go in Ireland, and one day you can train with Conor McGregor. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure if Conor is uh, in Dublin. Mm -hmm. uh, he can train and you can be here. If you see your lightweight and your black belt, he will train with you. You can train with Georges St. Pierre. Yeah. Georges St. Pierre, he trained with a friend of mine. That's awesome. Yeah, handsome. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yes. A friend of mine, uh, so actually, such we haven't really talked about this on the podcast, but last week, uh, my, one of my best friends fights in the UFC, and uh, his name's Devin Powell. Mm -hmm. He fought last week in Calgary, and uh, he was the first fight, one in uh, one. Sh quick in the first round with, with liver kicks. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Devin Powell. Congratulations, brother, on the big win. Um, he needed that win. He had lost two in a row. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he came out and it was amazing. It was an awesome performance. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so were your parents born in Paris or were they born in Vietnam? Uh, my parents was born in Vietnam and before the, the, um, the Vietnam War, they were sent by their parents to Europe, to uh, Switzerland mm -hmm. for study. And uh, they decided they not decided to come back to Vietnam because uh, there were war, you know, mm. because um, this is like that. And uh, I was born in Spain, and uh, one after I came to Paris, so I'm completely French. Yeah. What if, if you had to describe the difference between Luda Livre and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? <laughs> what would you What would you say? Uh, this is a, I write something in uh, in uh, in the magazine about that. If you want to compare, it's like, you know, you want to take the wave, it's the difference between the windsurf and surfing, you know? Mm -hmm. if, if, if you want me to explain, uh, um, you can consider, for example, that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is from Judo, and Luta Livre is from wrestling. Mm -hmm. The controls are completely different, you know? Mm -hmm. it, um, for me, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is more about, um, how to say it, it's more about control, and Luta Livre, it's more about managing distance. 
You understand? Mm -hmm. You have to manage distance. Because it's if your hand is too close, I have to manage a distance between your hands and my body. In Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, if you you keep your hand to me, I have to grab and take the position. Do you understand mm -hmm. the, um, the difference? It's not. I don't know if some people can understand that, but this is something I think a lot of before, because um, this is something. Uh, it's like to say difference between uh, uh, judo and wrestling. It's not about the gi, just on, not not only about the gi. It's about the way you you see in the space your opponent. Do you understand? Like the like, sure. I think you know. I mean, if like it's like. So some, like judo, off balance and aggressiveness and, and stuff like that, or not? No, because aggressiveness is not it's just a, f a amount of energy, mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. amount of energy than ever and uh, than the, the average uh, amount. No, it's something more subtle. I think more um, precise. I think it's something. It's my opinion. Sure. No, I think more. It's about driving distance. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it could be uh, weird for you, but it's um, how you drive your fight. You drive by try to understand the distance. And when you, you know what, when I train jiu-jitsu and lutalif, my game are completely different huh. between both. Right. If you see me in jiu-jitsu, you, you, it's not uh, the same as in lutalif because. Uh, in 20 years, I have time to, to think about that. And I don't want to know, I don't want to make a Luta Livre with Gi mm -hmm. and BGG without Gi. I want to separate and try to, um, to understand completely um, each philosophy, you yeah. know? Though, so uh, it's like, you know, uh, I'm a researcher. <laughs> yeah, we all are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all are. Yes. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. What, so you do a podcast. Yes, um, during, uh, after my, my previous job, I decided to do many things. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I have some time. So I decided to compete again. I decided to travel with my family. Um, I went to um, Thailand uh, making a boxing camp, yeah. for example. And I, one of the things I want to do, I, I, I also um, write uh, books for me. And I, I do a podcast because, um, as I told, in the people's mind, who doesn't know the BGG community, um, or MMA community, they, they, they think that um, fighters are not stupid guys, but people who, uh, you know, only think about fighting, right. um, muscles and things like that, you know. And uh, I know a lot of people because I'm an engineer, you know, I'm an engineer and uh, I know a lot. Um, I did a lot of study in university and in high school. I'm, I, I used to work in cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. And um, I know a lot of people from a lot of communities. And uh, what, I've, what surprised me in the BG communities is the high level of intelligence of yeah. people. You are speaking about Robert Reiser. Robert Reiser right. is a really smart people. Very he's, smart. He's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. he, he show in Instagram all the books he bring with him 
about neoliberalism and uh, things like that, history of uh, South of America. This guy is really smart, you know? Mm. And there's a lot of people John like, Danaher. John Danaher also. Right. There are a lot of PhD people yeah. in, uh, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of really, you know, high-level people. And I want them to speak with their, um, you know, with their own language about philosophy. And I bring them to my podcast. And we're discussing about society, we are discussing about violence. We are discussing about the evolution of uh, of children, of, you know, uh, uh, the family, you know, uh, some subjects like that, you know, uh, about you know uh, economy, uh, minimalism, um, nice. degrowth, you know, uh, uh, f um, you know, f a lot of uh, paradigms, uh, new paradigms about art, yeah. you know, art, a uh, lot of subjects, uh, completely different, yeah. Is it in French or English? Yes, in French. Yes. If so, French-speaking listeners, if we have any out there, yeah. what is the name of it? The name is Philoso Street. Philoso Street, in fact, is um, to philosophy. Mm -hmm. Philoso Street because uh, I want you, you know it's um, it's like philosophy of the street. Mm -hmm. You know, so you take people in the street and speak. How how about speaking about you know uh, what is the money for you? If the money is not a, a data, what what would be your life, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about uh, uh, genders of, you know, uh, subject uh, where people should should think about, you know? And uh, during my trip, uh, I think in, in two or three days, I will go to Walden to go the, um, you know, the Valden. Oh, Thoreau. Uh, yeah, Thoreau. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walden Pond. Yeah, yeah of course, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's close. Yeah, yeah that's really close. close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. You gotta go. Mm. That's funny. Um, how do, can people listen to it on iTunes? Is that, how do you, how do, or no, on, no, on a website? No, or? no, 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 but I will, I will give you the, um, the link. Awesome, we'll put yeah, it in. It's a, for the moment, it's a private. Uh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, private gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know Chris Howder? Chris? Chris Howder. No. <laughs> he would be, I mean, he doesn't speak French, but he'd be great for your podcast. He's, he's, um, I'm pretty sure that um, your guy in in, uh, in Ireland, Kavanaugh, um, might have got his belt from Chris. Um, the SB Chris is like the, the the grandfather of the SBG guys. Oh, okay. um, he was one of the first. He was like number 10, 10th American or something to get his black belt in Brazilian oh, Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, okay. He's from okay, LA. Okay, yeah. He's he's a legend, man. He's super entertaining, but like a, a thinker, man. Chris Chris Howder. Oh, yeah, uh, he he's a legend. Uh, he would entertain you, man, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of funny guys in there. Oh, it's so amazing. Tom Dublas. Tom Dublas, he was just here. Hey, look up on Sign the wall. It's all, actually, this is Chris Howder's I like autograph. Him. I like him a lot. And like uh, him. Yeah. Tom Dublas. And then our friend Rick Hahn, who was a judo Olympian. Um, this guy decided to stop MMA because he doesn't want to hurt people. Tom. Yeah, Tom. yeah he's amazing. Incredible, incredible. You know, amazing. He's going to be in Connecticut on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Um, at, a, at a friend of mine's, Gracie Farmington, if you're, in that, if you're near there, um, he's going to be putting on a seminar there. He was just here like two weeks ago. Tom's a good guy. Yeah. He's, a, he's, fun, he's a good dude. He's been on the podcast a couple times. Um, so... You were just at the academy too in Portland with Jay Jack, right? Did yeah. you just come yeah, from there? Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna go to Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. I try to go to Phoenix. I have time. Nice. And, um, so uh, you know, uh, in the maps, um, 
put my hotel yeah and I, I put in the I put BGG there's a lot of uh, BGG academy around Ton, tons tons so all of ours uh, like we're, we're Port City Brazilian Jiu Jitsu we our lineage is Roberto Maya from Boston Boston yeah. BJJ which was like He's like the first guy to bring jiu-jitsu to New England, basically. He's in Boston, but there's a ton of yeah. jiu-jitsu in Boston. Yeah. But those Phoenix guys are great. Like yeah. uh, a friend of ours, Greg Sinelli, I think they got a few different academies. Like I think there's a few, di- but this guy, Greg, super nice guy. I know a bunch of the people that train at Phoenix, all good people, man. Yeah. You'll love it. Um, dude, I'm so glad you came here. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, like, it was you. great rolling with you. Yeah. It's great talk. Like it was like perfect. I was like, Man, we're sitting here. You came. I got my pod. I was like, let's do a podcast. <laughs> uh, Life should be like this, right? Always. Yes, I love it. I've tried. I love travel. Like all I want to do is travel. You yeah, know, I love too, it. Me too. Um, right. How do you like Portsmouth? Huh? How do you like Portsmouth? Have yes, you- I like it. It's, it's really nice, right? uh, wonderful. All the the main is fantastic. Mm-hmm. A lot of writer, writer, artist. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's like beautiful coast people, yeah. for people, you know, to paint and. Uh, Yes, you know, um, every year I try to, I, for a long time I bring my wife and my children um, um, traveling o- around the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I decided not to put my money on, a, you know, on a house yeah. or something like that. I put all my money on, on travels. I've, I have no house. I just, uh, I rent a house in Paris, you mm-hmm. know, uh, an apart- a small apartment in, Par- in, uh, in, uh, in Paris, in France. But all my money I put in, uh, in traveling. So... Last year I was in Japan. The year before I was in Hawaii. Nice. Yes, I was in Bali, Vietnam. I travels a lot, and uh, nice. yes, I think it's part of the culture and uh, I, the culture I want to, to, to give to, to my, my my children. And one of the um, the last pillar of, of my life is minim- minimalism. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, minimalism. I travel with uh, my my children, my family. And my luggage is, uh, I will show you. This is uh, j- just to explain you my, uh, the way I want to, to see my life. <laughs> That's perfect. This is, uh, That's perfect. Uh, my life, I should be like this. Yeah. That's, uh, I've seen the minimalism, the documentary, man. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, the minimalist. Uh, yeah. So, you know, like sometimes I feel like the universe puts things, you know, into your life. The universe sent. You, me, mm-hmm. or me, you, I guess, <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Like, it was perfect. Like, what a perfect, uh, perfect thing, man. So, are you on, like, Instagram or anything? If yeah, people yeah, want yeah, to yeah, meet yeah, up okay. with you, uh, yeah, like, what, what's your Instagram if you want uh, people to know? Dao Luta Jiu Jitsu. Awesome. So, it's D A O underscore Luta Jiu Jitsu. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And we'll put that, we'll, we'll, we'll tag you on all the oh, stuff on oh, social oh, media, okay. man. I invite you um, and uh, we, we can keep the, the contact. Perfect. Okay. Heck yeah, man, I want to come to Paris. Uh, we'll of come, course. Come, we'll come to, to Paris. To, to my academy. For sure. Okay. 100%. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Have a great rest of your trip. Thank you. Yes. Thank you.